Hey, this is HK Perrin, and you're listening to Echoplex Media. Check out the Intellectual Dollar Tree live every Wednesday at 7 p.m. Pacific at twitch.tv slash echoplexmedia. I get a lot of trolls, as you all can see, and I'm talking about the Echoplex trolls over here, guys. Welcome to the Plex. We do the show live back to 7 p.m. Pacific right here on Twitch. It's twitch.tv slash Media. You can support this project many ways. You can find those ways at echoplexmedia.com slash support. Uh, I'm producer Dave, uh, homo alono as usual for the Sunday show. You can find me on your grinder grid in the East Bay now. And uh, this would be what the people want. I don't hate the cops. And there's a person inside when the truncheon stops Who donate the cops Or when the raiders come Who will protect the shops Donate the cops They're a sensitive bunch If you don't stop throwing your rocks Snap, crackle, pop It's the sound of a taser Your body drops Donate the cops 
So <clears throat> CNN gathered together seven people on a fucking panel to talk about it. Uh, for, I don't know why you need seven people on a panel, but uh, here's a clip of that. One small thing. Uh, we have been told now that Trump has been informed that he has been indicted in this investigation. So well, that's, they did small, not, that's not a small thing. <laughs> sorry. That's, a big, that's a big thing. I that's, did read it. That is not a small thing. I just wanted to let Dana make her point. No. I did wanted to. You have the floor, my friend. That, that, um, Obviously, they did not say his name or his initials in that in that room, but we are. I am being told by a source that he has been informed that he. Yeah. Has so been Donald indicted. Trump has been indicted. So that is that is a that is a big point of news, a big uh, a moment of clarification here. Uh, Donald Trump, uh, the former president of the United States, uh, has been indicted. CNN can report uh, he has been indicted by Special Counsel Jack Smith in his. Is this the the storm? The storm they were talking about. I think this is the storm they were talking about. Remember, it was all sealed indictments. They're like, there's five billion sealed indictments. Well, maybe this is the maybe this is what they're talking about. Who knows? <clears throat> but don't worry. Actually, they're fake. This is all fake. None of this is real. This didn't happen. Totally fake. Fake news, as they say. And if the Twitter website will cooperate with me, we will uh, learn more about this fake news um so do you think these indictments have hurt you at all because it seems like every time it happens your numbers go up well they're fake and uh, people <laughs> understand that we have we've done a great job and a lot of it is as you say we've done things that they don't want is a radical but it's saving kids what you've done yeah, that's what i don't understand we've, we've done that but we've done a lot of other things and <laughs> having to do many things some people don't like to see that it's hard to believe which means probably they just don't want to see our country be great again Oh, there was Jim Caviezel on there. We fired Jim Caviezel, but he didn't say anything. He's like, oh, you're saving kids. And he's like, the indictments are fake. He's not saving kids. Not doing shit for the kids. <sighs> anyway, here's... <clears throat> My understanding is that one of the, uh, one of the other uh, co-conspirators was one Mr. Rudolph Giuliani. So here's him on uh, Newsbacks. Uh, not too happy about uh, the indictment dropping. Man, I guess you have to be careful what you say. He still is the the special uh, investigator, the special prosecutor. I, you know, I'm, I kind of you know yours and, and others' future. 
Go ahead. Long ago, stopped being careful, and I didn't worry. I don't worry about the Jack Smiths of this world. Uh, I have a chapter in my book called "Stand Up to Bullies." So here's what I say to Jack Smith: After the Supreme Court threw out your case, which should 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 have been a disgrace, and you should have gone and found another profession because you don't belong in this one. This one will be your legacy, violating the right of free speech of an American citizen. Never mind whether he was president or not. It could be anybody. It could be a homeless person. You don't get to violate people's First Amendment rights, Smith, no matter who the hell you are or no matter how sick you are with Trump derangement syndrome. And this isn't the first time you've acted like an unethical lawyer. It should be the last. <laughs> not having the best day, Mr. Mr. Rudy over there. Um, <clears throat> yeah, he's one of the co-conspirators uh, on this, uh, so he's not pleased. Um, this also isn't like a First Amendment issue. It isn't about what he said. It's about what he did. Sure, like, <clears throat> and also like the First Amendment isn't like a protection against anything. Like if, you know, the the example I always use is uh, if you try to hire a, try to hire a hitman, well, you're using speech probably to do that so we have like all kinds of laws about conspiracy so and those are often involve words they involve conversations you had with other people so you know if you're trying to get if you're trying to use your power to get other people to do things that are illegal you're involved in a criminal conspiracy and that's just sort of that here's more of here's more of rudy from that uh from that same interview so here's what i say to jack smith after the supreme court threw out your case which is should, should should have been a disgrace and you should have gone oh, that's a another profession. different different cut of the same want. clip a uh, live live uh, broadcast here everybody <laughs> yeah um by the way like people try to get stuff to the supreme court all the time and uh, the supreme court doesn't take it that doesn't mean that they're like a like not a good lawyer or whatever the supreme court doesn't take every case that comes their way i wonder if rudy ever argued in front of the supreme court i don't think he did but i don't i don't know for sure it'd be funny if he did Anyway, I have another one up here. Uh, won't someone think of the ham sandwiches? This is uh, one Mr. Ron DeSantis talking about the indictment. But one of the things I mentioned in that statement, I think is important to point out, you know, the reality is uh, a Republican, a D.C. jury would indict a ham sandwich and convict a ham sandwich if it was a Republican ham sandwich. I think uh, Americans need to be able to remove cases out of D.C. I think the juries are stacked. I think that they're going to want to convict people that they disagree with. Or at a minimum, you should be able to draw a jury pool from across the entire country. That is really uh, what at stake in terms of do we have a single standard of justice uh, or do we have a track of justice where if you're connected to the swamp you get off whether it's hunter biden whether it was the guy durham tried to prosecute uh, or are we going to live under a single rule of law and i think we have to reestablish a single rule of law in this country the way the jury trials always worked uh, they believe this is a federal case i'm not sure um i think it's the district the federal district that dc was in if I'm not mistaken, uh, the people from that district are the jury pool. Um, not you don't get to just like grab a random dude from Alabama. That's that's we've that's never been the case. They're like trying to do all kind of stuff to like <clears throat> trying to just change all kind of rules here. I don't know. We'll see how it plays out. I mean, I'm just here to watch the media reaction to it. Obviously, speaking of the media reaction, here's a <laughs> friend of the show, Jesse Waters. <laughs> He's a uh, He's gonna. <clears throat> he's gonna ask: Is this is this even a crime? Are there even crimes here? Is it a crime to ask Mike Pence not to certify the election? Who knows? Now, I know this doesn't count in a court of law, but do you think Trump had any idea that he was breaking the law when he was asking Mike Pence not to certify? And how are you going to prove that Trump? You don't have to know. Like ignorance of the law is no no defense knew there wasn't any election fraud and how are you going to prove that these were corrupt intentions if trump thought he was doing the righteous thing you can't it was just politics it's all politics so <clears throat> to when you're proving intent you're not improving you're not proving that this person intended to break the law you're proving that they intended to do the thing that they were doing that they didn't do it by accident or 
you know, by like some kind of happenstance or whatever. That's what intent means. Intent doesn't mean I am intending specifically to break, you know, statute, you know, one, two, three B or whatever. That's not what intent means. Intent means you intended to do this thing. And, uh, everything so far, it seems like, uh, he intended, uh, to do all these things. So up next, don't worry. This is all actually, this is all just trying to take away his uh, first amendment rights to free speech. Congressman, have you spoken with President Trump since this latest indictment? And if so, what are you hearing from him? Um, so actually, we haven't talked. Uh, I sent him a text message about something uh, slightly different. I mean, look, the president's a fighter. Um, he's not going to stand for this, and no American should, because what this is from Jack Smith is a complete violation of an individual's First Amendment rights. You're allowed to speak about elections and the outcomes, even if big media and the radical left don't like it. You're allowed to say it. Secondarily, because he was the candidate in that election, he's allowed to use all means possible, legally speaking, to try to find a way to fight the outcome. He's allowed to do that. Nobody can take that away from you, especially some rogue knucklehead prosecutor out of the Department of Justice. Wait, what? You're, I mean, all legal means. You're not allowed to use illegal means. We'll see how this all shakes out. I mean, I, I don't think anything's going to fucking happen here. This is a country that doesn't have a really good record of holding powerful people accountable. Um, but this is uh, this reaction from this reaction from some of these uh, pundits and uh, other politicians has been a lot of fun this week. Here's uh, this is from a Greg Kelly show on Newsmax, <clears throat> and uh, well, you know, at least Trump didn't send in the tanks. But listening to you over the past couple of days, I know President Trump has concerns. You have concerns. I have concerns about the fairness of that election. Ballots that were ballot boxes that weren't guarded. Uh, ballots that went out to everybody on the rolls when the rolls were out of date. You're prepared to go there. Absolutely. President Trump wanted to get to the truth. He desperately wanted to get to what happened during the 2020 cycle. He did it in the courtroom. He did it in lobbying legislatures, that's all First Amendment. And then at the end, he asked Mr. Pence to pause the voting for 10 days, allow the state legislatures to weigh in, and then they could make a determination to audit or re-audit or recertify. But what he didn't do is, you know, send in the tanks, tell Mr. Pence, don't go to the Capitol Hill, or do anything that would obstruct the, the due process of government. He was simply petitioning the government the same way the same way we have those rights with with his complaints and redresses and objections to the election cycle he's entitled to do that if we criminalize that speech i fear what's going to happen in the next election cycle when when perhaps a new administration is going to come in and there's going to be a lot of a lot of talk about identifying democrats who obstructed the 2024 cycle something else what what? So <clears throat> he's not being charged with saying things. He's being charged with doing things or trying to use his power to get other people to do things. That's different than like, oh, well, he, he, yeah, he could go out there all, the, all day long and say the election was stolen from him. You, you have that right. That's absolutely true. He's, he's not charged with that. It's just not what he's charged with. Um, here's Jesse Waters again. Uh, apparently, it's just no big deal to try to replace the uh, actual um, electors for the Electoral College with some, you know, some people you like. No, no big deal. I don't even know why, like, why, why would anybody even think that's a problem? You can't say uh, everything's fine. It was like two weeks he checked for fraud. Okay. Everybody has the right to be suspicious in this country. If you have a COVID election where they blow out all of the signature requirements, they blow out all of the deadlines, and then they blast out all these unsolicited ballots into the ecosystem with no chain of custody. You're no chain of custody. Though. The U.S. Postal Service delivered them a right to be suspicious and all these state legislators had no power to do anything about it it was just done via judicial fiat and then zuckerberg lands i think it was a half a billion layers over all of these election volunteers all over the state worker act these people were activists that were running this thing so if someone sends you an affidavit that says there's monkey business in Detroit, the president has every legal right to call the you know, Michigan state legislature and say, can you guys look into this? Maybe you want to send an alternative slate of electors for me. And by the way, it's not a big deal to send an alternative slate of electors. You know what they did when like what? 
a half dozen uh, alternate electors came in. They had the real ones. Then they got the alter alternative ones. And then they just threw the other ones in the trash. That's it. It didn't, it didn't mean anything. It's just an alternative elector. That's it. But Jesse, no, no, no president has ever done that before. Well, they did it in Hawaii in 1960. Slate. They had an alternative slate. It's fine. It's but, been done before. And the other thing is, like, why huh? can't you just ask Mike Pence to do that? Did you Mike just say no? An election from 1960 <laughs> in, in Hawaii? Hawaii. Then yeah. you're not Jesse Waters. Take <laughs> Even Greg Gutfeld was like, what the fuck are you talking about, man? So <clears throat> they've, been, they've been talking about Mike Pence a little bit. Uh, seems like Mike Pence is actually, uh, you know, seems like he's uh, kind of okay with all this. He seems, you know, not too upset about this uh, turn of events. I was clear on that throughout. I was clear with President Trump throughout all the way up to the morning uh, of January 6th. But let, let's, let's be clear on this point. It wasn't just that they asked for a pause. Uh, the president uh, specifically asked me and his gaggle of, uh, of crackpot lawyers asked me to literally reject votes, to, which would have resulted in, uh, in the issue being turned over to the House of Representatives and literally chaos would have ensued. So. Oh, Martha, I just, uh, people, people can read the indictment, and frankly, I, I, I've said before, I, I had hoped it had not come to this point. You know, I, I don't know if the government can meet the standard, the burden of proof beyond reasonable doubt uh, for criminal charges, but the American people deserve to know uh, that President Trump uh, and his advisors uh, didn't just ask me to pause, they asked me to reject votes, return votes, essentially to overturn the election. Uh, and to keep faith with the oath that I made to the American people and to Almighty God, uh, I rejected that out of hand, and I did my duty that day. Well, it's going to be amazing if, like, Mike Pence is the guy that cooks Donald Trump, right? It's going to be because, <clears throat> like, a lot of these kind of old school, like, like Republicans didn't like Trump. They <clears throat> had to go along to get along because they they kind of saw the writing on the wall. They knew he was, you know, going to be the most influential person in their party going forward, but be pretty be pretty interesting if it ends up being like mike mike pence that, that ends up being the guy who cooks donald trump um up next we got a oh did you know that uh watergate was actually like a deep state coup against uh richard nixon well here's stephen miller to explain this to you i think the atmosphere perhaps stephen is right for true true reform here at the doj sir how do you go about doing it well the first and most important thing is to reestablish what is known as the unitary executive. So the this goes back to uh, the Watergate era. And now we obviously know, looking back on it now, of course, that that was a deep state coup against Richard Nixon. But huh? this goes back to the Watergate era in which, and by the way, the cost of that, just so we're talking about measuring this in human lives, is that just, I know this is a, this is a tangent, but just to understand the consequence of the deep state thing and they run policy. Um, getting rid of Nixon, who was pursuing an honorable peace and a durable peace in Vietnam, led to the complete collapse of Nixon's Vietnam strategy after he left office that would have then kept some sort of peace in Indochina. And instead, we were left with communist butchery on a scale that few can imagine. I'm not talking about the, the validity of entering the war. I'm just pointing out that when you, when you get rid of this doesn't sound true. Uh, the effects on policy can be truly calamitous. Mm. So, so Richard Nixon was no, 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 no. This is all incorrect. Yeah, he wasn't doing a great job. Uh, we well, overall know, but none, none of the American presidents did a fucking. None of the American administrations did a great job over there in Vietnam, right? It's not like uh, not like the people after Nixon came in and uh, came in and fucking cleaned up shop or whatever or made things better. So, but yeah, that was just fucking false. Uh, up next, we got a rising uh, star, Anna Perez. She's going to basically call for like an armed revolution because of the indictment. And uh, shout out to uh, Right Wing Watch. Couldn't do the show without Right Wing Watch. I'm going to cue this up real nicely for the uh, Right Wing Watch and Patriot Takes and all those uh People that I'm sure are going to clip what I'm about to say and put it out there. I don't effing care what they think anymore. Here's the reality. The revolution was an insurrection. What else would it be? And what happened is people stood up against the tyrants that were 
basically controlling their every move. You had all of the, these, these intolerable acts. They were taxed to death over tea, over a slew of other things. Uh, they, they couldn't trade freely. Okay, they were living under absolute tyranny. And what did they decide to do? They decided to take up arms against the government. They formed militias in their communities and they took up arms against the most powerful military in the world. Are we not living under very similar circumstances here in America? No. Does this not call for the same, if not a similar response to that situation? Why else would we have a Second Amendment? They specifically put the Second Amendment in there because we didn't want to deal with, we didn't ever want to have to come to this point, to be quite honest. I'm not calling for violence. I'm not a violent person. What I'm calling for is for people to realize that there is a Second Amendment for a reason. Sure. There's a reason. There's a reason behind all of the amendments, I suppose. <clears throat> she, uh, she didn't, she did, she walked up right up to that line, right? She knows what she's doing. So, uh, <clears throat> someone made a, uh, <laughs> like a, like a horror movie trailer about the, uh, with the, with some of the Fox coverage, of the indictment. This is not your country anymore. The legal equivalent of the French guillotine. A political war crime. A junk indictment. The shredding of our constitution. They're going full banana republic. Full third world on this. Third world banana republic. Full banana republic. Complaining to a governor over the phone. Speaking at a rally. Never feels like they have the best lawyers. It's a crime to ask Pence not to certify. He still believes the election was stolen, and he has good cause to believe so. You have every right to think an election might be rigged. We care about the system. This is the criminalization of disinformation. Are we going to now have to go back and find fraud in the 2020 election? Is this now what we're going to go relitigate? I wonder if Pence would agree that that was a crime think he would based on uh, the clip we watched earlier that was, a that was a pretty good clip shout out to the people who do fun stuff like that i don't have time to do video editing and i hate editing video so <clears throat> that was sort of what we saw this week from the uh the conservative media about um the indictment so here's uh here's greg gutfeld again he's just gonna sort of repeat the big lie once again there the, they're they're going back to this they they like had to they're not mentioning like the uh, Dominion anymore because they can't, but you know. Anyway, here's Gutfeld. I think this is from the five. Real world experience teaches you that things, everything, every institution can be corrupted, can be exploited. The Biden family has showed us that clearly that, you know, politics, everything, finance, you know, I think. What bothers me is the media has spent decades saying how every system is rigged, right? The justice system, housing, finance, the defense industry, the cops, everything is broken. Everything is broken, except the elections when we win. Right. Yeah. Then it's pristine. It's impervious to cheating. You know, we, would, we don't know if the election, by and large, with 50 states it was corrupted or whatnot. It's unprovable, but it's, it, it can't be proven either way. Well you can look at the evidence and you know make a determination based on the evidence available to you and it seems like the election was fine it kind of shook out how a lot of pollsters thought it was going to shake out actually <sighs> anyway apparently there's a, a hunter biden transcript of some sort i don't know i didn't look too deeply into this one uh but now people are like well we should release this uh transcript The Republican head of the Oversight Committee issued this statement that reads, in part, Devin Archer's testimony today confirms Joe Biden lied to the American people when he said he had no knowledge about his son's business dealings and was not involved. Joe Biden was, quote, the brand, end quote, that his son sold around the world to enrich the Biden family. In a statement a short time ago, the White House Counsel's Office said the testimony appeared to debunk Republicans' allegations. Democratic Congressman Dan Goldman was in the closed-door hearing. He joins me now. Uh, Congressman Goldman, appreciate you joining us. You said there was no evidence of wrongdoing on the part of President Biden. 
Do you think it was appropriate for Hunter Biden allegedly to be selling even an illusion of access to his father? I don't think that's an accurate description, and I would urge Chairman Comer, rather than to continue to send out uh, misinformation about what transpired in the uh, the transcribed interview, to actually put out the transcript, which he can do as soon as he wants. Because I think anyone who reads that transcript, and I was there, so I can tell you what happened, would come away from that believing that Joe Biden had nothing to do with Hunter Biden. Biden's business dealings, derived no benefit from it, received no money, and did not know about anything that Hunter Biden was doing, nor did he ever discuss it with Hunter Biden or the business associates. The fact. Oh, I don't know. I'm not sure I'm buying that he didn't know. I don't, I don't think he, I mean, I don't think he made any money on it. I don't think he needs the money. I think the, the, the person making money on these deals off the family name was uh, Hunter Biden, not Joe Biden. And I don't know if they find, find out that he did any shady business, he should be held accountable for it, I suppose. But like, <clears throat> uh, d- d- Joe Biden knew he was running, going to run for president and was probably just doing what his fucking lawyers said. That's what I'd do. That's what any reasonable person who has a bunch of money is going to do in this situation is just listen to the fucking attorneys. But don't worry. Um, <clears throat> Did you know that because we're criminalizing speech now, we should uh, also criminalize uh, basically people in a position of power who referred to uh, January 6th as an insurrection? Check this out. And applying Jack Smith's nifty new legal standards to the past few years, the angle could draft an indictment. Oh, yeah. One that charges both Joe Biden and Merrick Garland after they leave office, of course, with multiple counts of efforts to subvert the democratic process with various media personalities as unindicted co-conspirators. Biden's lies about his son's business dealings, Garland's work to slow walk the investigation into Hunter, and of course their purposeful mischaracterization of January 6th as an insurrection. All of this has undermined the public's faith in government and of course the media, and it was all designed to affect the outcome of both the 2020 and the 2024 elections. Okay, characterizing what happened January 6th after the election as a uh, as an insurrection could not affect the outcome of the 2020 election because that happened in 2021 in January. Um, and I don't know, it's just their opinion. I, I mean, I share that opinion that, that that was an insurrection. It wasn't very well planned and it was, it was like a clown show. Uh, we watched it here on this channel. They stole a door. It was weird. Um, but I mean, I guess they could try to indict them for saying that that looked like an insurrection. I just don't know if it would work. Uh, here's Steve Bannon talking about the uh, potential of RFK Jr. Uh, being uh, Trump's running mate in 2024, though RFK Jr. is in fact on the record saying he does not want to do that. But I don't believe a word out of that guy's mouth and neither should you. Take that trap and then we stay maniacally focused in the general, particularly as, remember, this, the firestorm of the lawfare will start next spring with him. If you can walk through that, which you can do, you can walk through that fire, which you can do, and I think get 55% or more of the country. And I think if somehow it worked out, you could get Kennedy as a running mate, and I don't know, that is far from even technically can happen because of the structure of the Democratic and Republican parties and ballot access and all that, you can get 60% or higher than the country. No, you're not. No, you're not. You're not going to get 600. No, no, no. Like, the more people people learn about uh, RFK Jr., the less they like him. And uh, he's basically just running to, like, raise his profile, right? He's not... I don't think he thinks he's a serious candidate or that he can win. I think he's just running to raise his profile. So up next, we got a, a Ron DeSantis campaign event. Up first is a Casey DeSantis, who I believe is Ron DeSantis' wife. And um, she's uh, she seems to be a bit of a liability for his campaign. 
And that's one of the reasons why I kick him out the door so gracefully, because he's in it for the right reasons. He's a good man. And I know ultimately he will stand up for what is right, just as what you saw during COVID. And I think that that's really important. It's, I could go on for hours about why, you know, I truly believe in him. And it's not just because he's my husband, right? Like if he wanted to do like racquetball club or something down the street and he wanted to do it, I would go down and watch him and it would be fine. I'd sit in the stands, but I am passionately supporting him because I'm, you know, married to him, but because I believe in who he is. And one of those things that go on for hours about why, you know, I truly believe in him. And it's not just because he's my husband, right? Like if he wanted to do like racquetball club or something down the street and he wanted to do it, I would go because you saw and he talked about it. The whole world descended upon Florida. You had the media coming after him. You had the left coming up. Every move you made. I mean, we had at one point in time, a guy dressed like Grim Reaper out in front of the house. The kids were looking through the blinds and like, what in the world is that? I was like, never mind. Just ignore it. And it was because they were mad that he wasn't shutting down the beaches at the time. He was the one who held the line in defense of people. Go on for hours about why, you know, I truly believe in him. And it's not just because he's my husband, right? Like if he wanted to do like racquetball club or something down the street and he wanted to do it, I would go down and watch him. And so it, to be fair, this is heavily edited, right? Fine, I'd sit in the stands, but I am passionately supporting him not because i'm you know married to him but because i believe in who he is and one of those things is with covid because you saw and he talked about it the whole world descended upon florida you had the media coming after him you had the left coming up every move you made i mean we had at one point in time a guy <laughs> shout out to the dilly meme meme team i suppose <laughs> up next we got a, a parent who is uh, speaking in Houston, Texas, about the uh, basically the state government uh, taking control away from the one of the school districts in Houston, and um, she's not too pleased about it. And she she gives a pretty pretty good speech here, actually. Shout out to this uh, parent. Um, but that's going to be cost prohibitive. Are we over here? Okay. I've been waiting patiently for this. And I want you to look in my face and remember me because I'm your new best friend. And lady right there, Miss Hensley was my, look, no, right here, Miss Hensley, raise your hand. The librarian was my second grade teacher. She's the reason I'm a ferocious reader to this day. There's nothing I'm going to say right here that's going to change your mind about anything because either one, your Greg Abbott's pawn sent down here to destroy the largest district in this city so we can turn it over to the privates and the charters like they did in New Orleans, or you think you really know what you're doing and that we don't, and that might be a little scarier. Why are you taking teachers and principals and whoever to Odessa? Why they not going to Dallas ISD? Isn't that where you came from with a stellar record? That is my former school board representative right there who I voted for to do a job, to hire the superintendent. Were you ever in the running? Did they ever call you up to come down here? Why weren't you ever an option? Where's your resume? Because I see the smugness in your face and I hear the facetious little answers. I'm not going to be certified. I'm not going to. Is it really about student outcomes and student approaches or is this about your ego? Now that I've lost my democratic ability, let me be clear with y'all. Y'all have lost your democratic ability to make decisions about your children's education. I can support teachers. Teachers don't do this job to get rich. They're not showing up to make a million dollars. And to stand over them in script lessons and, and treat them as if they're not professionals. So let me be clear, teaching is a profession. They go to school and get a degree. They also take a certification, something that you haven't done for your own career. My major question is, when are you leaving? My second question is when you ultimately fail us, because you will, I, I can guarantee it, how do we then get you up out of here? Because I will be leading the charge. Because I don't know these people who have been appointed to represent me and my children in my community. It's the reason you didn't get yourself out there and run an election and win. This is an attack on our city because we are Houston, Texas, a big blue dot in a very red state. We are being punished. If you want to get into this fight and you care about these kids, you care about these communities, go talk to Will Kravitz. Because when you leave, it's going to be us picking up the pieces. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah, I wish I, I wish we would have found the uh the her whole her whole public comment, but uh I was up against it today for time, like I always am on Sunday, because I don't start really doing show prep till Sunday afternoon. Um but shout out shout out to her. It's not gonna change anything. She's right. Like that person that, that got appointed or whatever is just gonna do what he's gonna do. So it's a little early in the show for a palate cleanser, but I will say that we have a kind of a short docket today. So um everybody here's our palate cleanser. 
people uh, listening, you're not really going to know about the palate cleanser, but don't worry. The links are in the show notes. And of course you can get the show, the video of it on YouTube. One of our first, first of two palate cleansers is, is a, is a kite. We'll let it run a couple times. Okay, that's enough of that kitty, but that's, that's, they said this is not okay. I think it's okay. I think it's, it's not mean to the cat. The cat has no idea what's going on. And I, uh, I am all for that. We got another palate cleanser here. There's another cat. This is a, uh, this is a, a thirsty kitty, a thirsty, thirsty kitty. It's a, a drinking from a Starbucks cup. It's so She's bad. Me. It's so bad. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> Poor kitty. That's a sin. No. <laughs> the kitty does not care. Yeah, that cat does not care. That was, that was super cute. Don't worry, the rest of the docket is not very cute. Here's uh, Vivek Ramaswamy. Who thinks uh, Republicans get a vote for a guy named Vivek Ramaswamy? And he is on the Alex Stein show. Alex Stein is a uh, friend of uh, Aaron Smith Levin, who I wrote a nasty but true article about uh, for the Defamation Times. Here's Vivek talking about uh, 9-11 and how it, you know, maybe maybe there was some shenanigans there. That's what we need. We need a part of Okay, rapid fire question. Was the moon landing real or fake, Vivek? Was the what moon landing? Real or fake? I have no evidence to suggest it was fake, so I'm gonna I'm gonna assume it was real. Okay, nine eleven inside job or uh, exactly how the government tells us. I don't believe the government has told us the truth. Again, I'm driven by evidence and data. What I've seen in the last several years is we have to be skeptical of what the government does tell us. I haven't seen evidence to the contrary, but do I believe everything the government told us about it? Absolutely not. Last do two I questions. Nine eleven commission. Absolutely not. Yeah, nine eleven commission lie. Last two questions. I. Um, not having all the information about a chaotic event is a lot different than there being like a conspiracy or a cover up, right? <clears throat> There's a lot of shit that happened that just kind of got memory hold or whatever. You're not going to know everything that happened on that day. It was a, it was chaos. It's amazing that we, that, that, that what is known is known. <laughs> Here's a, it's from Elijah's list. This is a. Steve Schultz, he's got a guy named Nathan French on. Nathan French appears to be um, possibly uh, living in his vehicle here. And uh, this is going to be about God's plan. God told me he's about to bring justice. Biden is going to get yanked out like a bad habit. I'm just telling the truth right now. Good, good. And Preach Trump, it. the rightful president, is about to get reinserted. And wow. what they tried to do to him and this whole, all the nonsense of the insurrection and, and all this nonsense trying to paint him into a corner and the indictment. And I mean, all of it is playing right into the, the words that have been prophesied by many who have even been on your show. So I'm excited to see the results. I'm excited to see faith rewarded. I'm excited for God to back those he's been speaking through that hear the word of the Lord. And my goodness, our nation will be brought back into agreement and alignment with God's plan to pour his spirit out on all flesh. Shout out to Right Wing Watch. Um hasn't they been, they've been making the same prediction like a lot and it just keeps not coming true, but it's like that shit. If you remember there was for a while, there was this thing where everybody was predicting the end times or whatever. And it just never came in the, the fucking, the people predicting the end times or whatever. were like, well, I must've just done my math wrong. Oh, it's, it's, it's in two months. It's in two months. Give me more money. Give me more money. I think there's a version of that going on here, except I'm not sure these people are effectively grifting, which is, you know, good i guess but you know grift better like you're you're i could see like rubber made containers behind you in your in your vehicle dude grift better up next we got a uh, <clears throat> christians could take over this country lickety split check this out as we take back america and i absolutely believe we're going to take back america the way we do it 
is by starting at the local level and building out and then taking over the country as a result of taking county after county. There's 3,100 counties in America and 3,000 of those should be conservative counties. Yeah. And uh, the, the reason they aren't is because often we don't show up. Christians, conservatives don't show up. Christians could control America like this if they chose to do it. Okay. But like half of everybody doesn't show up. Like if everybody showed up, <clears throat> everybody showed up, it would probably skew a little bit the other way. Not by much though, because half everybody doesn't show up. So I don't like, like turnout, like voter turnout tends to favor the, the Democrats or the more liberal candidates, not, not the, not the God squad, like historically, I don't know, you know, maybe they, maybe they mean, maybe they mean just their people should come out to vote, but I don't know. Um, but the other thing is out of the 3,100 counties, maybe, maybe what this guy forgot to tell you is that like, there's a lot of people in them hundred counties that, that he doesn't think would be like highly conservative or Christian or whatever, because the county isn't necessarily like all the counties are obviously not the same size or the same population or whatever. So anyway, we usually play uh, <laughs> videos of like cringy churches. I think this is probably a pretty cool fucking church. I haven't watched this video, but this still here leads me to believe it's a pretty cool fucking church. Look, it's Bowser. It's Far better than anything we've ever heard on Fire by Night. <clears throat> Very cool church. I would go to the I would go to the uh, Bowser Church. I, I hope you would go to the Bowser Church too. <laughs> uh, next up, <clears throat> so UFOs are um, actually there was uh, Satan is causing the UFOs, and he's uh, just trying to confuse and uh, dupe people. This is uh, Pastor Jack Hibbs. I don't think we've ever run any video of before. So you would normally think, UFOs, I knew it. I knew it from other planets, all this stuff. Wow, uh, Fox Mulder was right. X-Files, yes. Uh, George Jetson, I get it. And, um, and yet I think that what is truly behind all this stuff is what has been truly behind everything. I do not, for the record, I do not believe and creatures from other worlds. I do not believe in other planets. I don't. I don't believe in other planets. Not just that there aren't creatures there. This dude just straight up doesn't believe in other planets. Believe in these creatures having are, are visiting us from other uh, places. I believe it's demonic demons, fallen angels. Because you have no idea, nor do I, what a fallen angel is. You don't know what they can produce. You don't know what they can create. Well, Jack, we've got, we have UFO uh, materials that have been collected from, from crash sites. Well, no, you had a guy in the Congress claiming that and then said, oh, but you can't meet my alien friend. She goes to another school. I understand that. That has been scientifically tested. No, it hasn't. I just believe the origin is an act of deception by Satan to get people duped. I mean, that's a new one. <clears throat> Dude doesn't believe in planets. I think he just fucked up. I think he just misspoke. I don't think he really doesn't believe in other planets, but it's fun. I prefer the version where he doesn't believe in other planets. Um, yeah, the, the, uh, we watched, well, we watched some clips of the hearing. I watched uh, more of that uh, UFO hearing and it was really stupid because the answer was like, the, answer, the, the question, you know, the people were making claims, oh, we have uh, extraterrestrial, you know, biological entities or whatever. And uh, no, I can't really provide you with any evidence of that. <laughs> it's like, well, then, you know, 
maybe you're just full of shit. Whether or not they believe it, whether or not they're lying or they're they've been misled, it's you know that 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 guy even had that part of it wrong. Up next, we got everybody's favorite is Jimmy Dore. Jimmy Dore is going to talk about how he got duped uh, by RFK Jr. This is I didn't watch this. It's going to be great. So now we had on RFK Jr. and he started coming at me with a lot of stuff about Israel. You know, like he went back to the Ottoman Empire and stuff. And uh, yeah. so he starts overwhelming me and uh, I was easy for him to, to go right through. But I so I uh, I I got him to agree to do an interview with you because you're the guy to talk to him about this. Not me. It's not my wheelhouse. I'm more of a Russiagate, Syria, Ukraine kind of a Libya kind of a guy. Venezuela, too. I'll take it. Uh He's like, I'm the wrong, <coughs> I'm the wrong grifter for this guy to talk to. He got duped by RFK Jr. Like, I just think, I just think maybe RFK Jr. probably said some things he didn't agree with and he didn't want to challenge him because he thought it would be, you know, his audience might get mad at him or whatever. I think that's more likely what was going on than, than he got, you know, hoodwinked by uh, RFK Jr. I think he just knew, he knew that his, he, that his audience wasn't going to come with him. Or that his audience would get mad if he like tried to challenge RFK Jr. about anything because his audience is probably pretty much they're either they're either gonna, they're probably either for Trump or for RFK Jr. Maybe a few of people in his audience are for uh, Vivek Ramaswamy, but we'll see. Here's a uh, here's Matt Walsh. We only got a couple clips left. We're going to be right around an hour this week for the main show. Um, here's Matt Walsh. He's uh, apparently a homelessness expert now. As always, the left seeks to solve problems without addressing the underlying fundamental issues. It's like their genius plans to solve homelessness by putting the homeless in hotels or giving them free housing. Well, you can give a, a homeless guy a room at the Ritz-Carlton, and the place will look like a garbage dump within the span of three hours. Wait, what? And then it'll be right back out on the street. That's because the homeless guy's problem isn't that he doesn't have a home. Any halfway competent and sober person can manage to find some kind of housing. Wait, what? Okay. If you're sober and halfway competent, you're not going to end up sleeping on a box on the street corner. You just won't. His problem isn't a lack of housing. It's that he's a drug addict or psychotic or both. So it would be one thing if some... Co so a lot of these people have the car going the wrong way, I think. I think that people <clears throat> lose their housing and then, um, as a result, uh, suffer mental illness. Because think about how, how, like, how how well your head would be screwed on if you were uh, sleeping on the street, you know? Coherent principle was at play here, but there's nothing coherent about any of this. Consider that the left solution to education and homelessness is to throw money at the problem, but their solution to law enforcement is to do exactly the opposite. Oh, it's this shit again, but nobody defunded any of the police. So somehow the education system will improve if you give more money, but the justice system will improve if you give it less money. How does that make sense? You'll never well, see any it's, contemplation from this on the left. It's easy to claim things don't make sense if you like make things up and like equate like talking points that you see on Twitter with policy because like policy hasn't been in most big cities. In fact, I don't think in any big city have they really cut the police budget. So like I think uh, if you could imagine this, uh, Matt Walsh is uh, just, just telling some lies about this. And um, <clears throat> his thing about putting uh, homeless folks in the Ritz-Carlton I don't think anybody's really suggesting that, but he kind of glossed over like just giving people housing, which I think is actually the uh, the solution to this uh, housing first and worry about other things. But he, I don't think like somebody like Matt Walsh has any incentive to, to like address that idea because it's, it's just not going to work out so well for him to talk about it because it's kind of hard to argue against it. Like you get somebody some stable housing where they can grab a shower, have a, bedroom where they can you know close the door and go to sleep at night and then you assess other other things that are going on while they're in a more stable situation the outcomes are probably going to be better i'm not an expert on this it just kind of stands to reason and a lot of uh, a lot of homeless advocates are also like in this housing first camp so but you know it, maybe we should just put them in the ritz carlton and let them trash a hotel room or whatever because that's what matt walsh is saying here um <clears throat> Up next, we got a clip of a Dr. Drew interview with a former vice president 
uh, of Pfizer, this guy, uh, Michael Yeadon, who's been, since he has, has no longer been at Pfizer, has been going around basically uh, uh, lying. Also, when people say uh, vice president at Pfizer, people don't understand that it's such a massive organization that there are vice presidents for all different kind of departments. And this guy could have been the vice president of a department and had 40 people working under him. We just don't know. But I have gone ahead and opened up the entire interview. Maybe we'll take a look at it during uh, Red Light if we feel like it. Though we usually end up not having a rough time finding things to watch. And I'm not sure that we would like to watch a, a full um, interview of doc with Dr. Drew in it during Red Light. But here's, uh, <laughs> here's this guy uh, lying. The mRNA products from Moderna and, and Pfizer BioNTech they were encapsulated in a formulation. It's normal to formulate drugs, to give them structure, and to allow them to travel around the body in slow release and so on. What did they pick? Lipid nanoparticles, the macro carriers for these molecules, are known to have a characteristic that's rather upsetting. That characteristic is they accumulate in the ovaries of every species tested. This formulation was chosen, in my view, in the full knowledge that it would accumulate in the ovaries of girls and women. That, I'm afraid, ladies and gentlemen, is what's happened to every single female administered this material. One of the things I spotted uh, early uh, was a weak but important homology between spike protein and a protein vital in pregnancy called syncytium-1. Yes. The concern I had would be, if they did mount an effective immune response to this foreign protein that was a little bit similar to you, some of your immune response might spill over and attack that thing that's slightly similar in you. And the prediction would be, if that happened, it would impact fertility and childbirth. And all yes. around the world, what is happening? A fall of 10 to 15% right. in the rate of live births everywhere you look. Is that true? But also, that's some fucking that's some fucking uh, re like replacement theory adjacent shit too. There, is there a <clears throat> is there a ten to fifteen percent uh, drop in a live birth like just everywhere? Because I I feel like I feel like if that was the case, we'd be hearing more about it, not just from uh, people like this guy. But also, I want to want to point out that this guy he was a he was a vice president, a global division head at, at Pfizer, but it doesn't say like what division. So the marketing guy like there's nothing wrong with being a marketing guy but like i just wonder like what what his actual position was and what his background is because uh, he, he sounded british and that obviously you know to americans that means somebody smart knows what they're talking about but <clears throat> you know i just don't i just don't know what his role was and i you know maybe one of these days i'll look look that up and find out more about him anyway we got our last clip for the the main show i know it's a little short this week as anybody might be able to tell i'm a little tired today not really, uh, not really on top of my game, but uh, we'll have some fun during red light. Anyway, here is um, here's RFK Jr. He'll be our last clip. He's going to talk about five G and uh, facial recognition, just for complete control of society. Just completely pilled. He's very much invested in five G, which is kind of sinister, and he's you know putting a lot of satellites, hundreds of satellites into orbit. He's putting ten, owns tens of thousands of ground antenna that are not there. And that, that, you know, what his, one of his companies is promising is that they will be able to do surveillance with one second delay on every corner of the earth. So the reason that there's more ground antennas for 5G is that it does, it's faster, but it doesn't penetrate like walls and um, trees and stuff. So the, that's, you need more antennas for it. It's just not, it doesn't travel as far as the the 4g and the 3g did literally every corner of the earth and he also so and 5g is not about helping you download your video game quickly you know that's what well no you download you generally you download your video game on a it would be on a connection like through an isp right like you usually don't use cellular data or whatever to download a video game uh there are companies offering that but it's it's not the greatest people are still like using Cable, uh, cable. Some people, unfortunately, still have to use like bonded DSL, and people who are very fortunate have a uh, fiber. So that's they're not using 5G to download uh, things to their PS5. Generally, they're telling you on these glossy ads on TV, but that has nothing to do. Well, if you care, if it takes you 20 seconds or 10 seconds to 
don't download a video game. It's not going to really change your life. 5G has nothing to do with that. 5G is about um, surveillance and it's about data harvesting. The biggest. They can already. What is the person doing surveillance and data harvesting care if it takes one second or three seconds to spy on you? Like, do you know what I'm saying? Repository of wealth in the world right now is not gold, it's not oil, it's data. And we now have a capacity uh, by connecting all these devices. It's called the connectedness of things. You connect your Apple Watch to the to the internet. You connect your microwave oven. You know, it's a smart microwave. You connect your Alexis, which is listening to your conversations all day. That's Alexa, not Alexis, but whatever. Your Siri, which is listening to your cell phone, which is listening to your conversations. You you can. But I have a 4G cell phone, and it's doing these things. You know what your buying habits are. You know your heart rate. You know everything about you, and all that information is data that if it is characterized in an archive is useful and saleable because it's telling these companies the behaviors that will trigger buying um, uh, reactions by you. They know specifically how to target you, where to target you, what time of the day, what kind of music that you like, what kind of what is going to appeal to you and get your attention and get you to buy stuff. And those algorithms are so powerful that they're almost irresistible. And that's what he's harvesting. So, he, you know, it's, he's going to be able to look at through facial recognition, have complete control of our society. So I'm not even fucking disputing the fact that Bill Gates probably went out and said this shit. Bill Gates needs to go about the business of giving his, well, he needs to just give all his money away to like poor people probably. But um, if he's, because he's not going to do that. Um, he should go about the business of uh, giving money to what he thinks is good, good causes and then shutting the fuck up. Because he goes out there and gives a TED talk or gives some interview and he says something stupid that the conspiracy community latches onto. And they're able to quote him. Even if he's quoted out of context, they're still quoting him. Uh, but this guy's act, they, one of the things that, that at first they were saying, oh, 5G is like going to fry your brain. And <clears throat> then people made fun of the 5G people for that. So they pivoted to they're using it for surveillance. Well, a 4G connection is. Uh, plenty plenty fast if uh not if for companies be they your cell phone provider be they uh, companies that own the apps you use be, be that be it the government to keep an eye on you they should be much more concerned with a gps <laughs> because gps is a you know kind of tells people where you are down to like a thousand feet so you know it's uh these people are just <clears throat> they're sort of right, but they're right about it in the wrong way. And they're, they're definitely, he's definitely like dog whistling here to the anti 5g people. I don't really care about 5g that much. I don't, my phone is fine on 4g. All I do is listen to podcasts on it, but I don't know if people want to hotspot their phone and do work or whatever. 5g is probably great for them if they get a good signal because it's fast. It's fast. Like their home internet connection You're getting charged kind of a lot for the data unless they somehow have a good plan or whatever, but they're not. It's, it's, it's it enables surveillance no more than 4G does. It just it, it's doing the same thing. It's just the data the the bandwidth is just a little faster, and in some cases, it's not even faster. Uh, anyway, that's the podcast show this week. Everybody, sorry about the uh, short uh, pod show, but um, you know it wasn't even a slow news week. It was a slow Dave week. I was uh, busy this week, as as you might all know. So uh, thanks for checking out the show. If uh, we'll go ahead and give this one out as a freebie. So um, everybody head on over every podcast person. If you want to head on over to patreoncom slash echoplex, you can download this one for free while you're there. Consider becoming a member or even better go to Patreon to download it for free and then go over to our fourth wall shop, eplex.store and become a member there. You get all the same benefits that the Patreon members get, but you also get discounts on our swag up to 20% depending on how much you want to donate every month. And that's on top of other coupon codes that we give out around here. So I'm going to change the content of my beverage, change the uh, color of the lights in here, and uh, we'll be back for red light. This is Boomers by Periscope, as always.
Every Saturday is Catterday on Echoplex Media, and not only are we posting fucking cats, we invite all content creators to join our open panel. Visit echoplexmedia.com slash panel to learn how to join. Every third Saturday is Operation Catterday, where we cover this week and last year and play the best clips from the cast of conspiracy characters that now space has learned to loathe. The show starts at 8 p.m. Pacific at twitch.tv slash echoplexmedia. Find our full schedule at echoplexmedia.com.